Yeah, I might be getting gigabit internet on Thursday. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, it all happened very quickly. We're... Let me do a, I do a scan. Hang on. I am this address. You can you can get our gig one, is what it says. Yeah, there you go. Um, so what? You uh, how? Tell me how to get gig one. Oh, okay, there we go. I mean, gigabit internet though. Yeah, I know. Like that's the thing. Mm. It's it's when they phone. It's when it's when they phone the game with the because I phoned originally just to be like, hey, this thing says I have a Virgin cable in my house. The only one I can find is a old Telewest broadband thing that's not attached to the wall. Is that it? And they were like, probably, but we'll send somebody out to make sure. Yeah, sure. But they they gave us the thing. It was like your <laughs> your average speed will be about one thousand one hundred megabits. And your minimum speed will be 532 megabits. And if it goes below that for 30 days, then you can get your contract. I'm like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> okay. It's, I mean, I'll let you I know how it is. Know. If it, it might be, it might all be a scam. Who knows? But yeah, but gigabit internet. You have though. a lot of headroom though. Like you could spend another six quid and get double your speed. Like, yeah, True. Like you have a lot of space, you have a lot of headroom to turn up. But I could also to... just if I'm but if I'm gonna spend more money on internet. Yeah, I mean might as well just sure. so they pay like twelve quid more. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> that's not that bad. Congratulations, I was playing this game too. It, I mean my internet's good, but Yeah. But it's not gigabit. It's not, gig, it's not gigabit internet though. <laughs> I had no part mm. in this. This was all your own doing. <sighs> I'm gonna have to think about this. Ladies and gentlemen, the internet. This is the Gaming to Start podcast for the twenty fifth of August. If you can believe that, my name's Callum. My name's Ewan, and I'm going to be severely distracted this podcast and not talking about video games because I'm going to be trying to get um, gigabit internet installed at my flat. Um, <laughs> yeah, that revealed to you and, the possibility. And yeah, Ewan mistakenly made me type my postcode into a website that was like, "Yes, we can give you gigabit internet," and now. It's entirely taken over my mind that I could get gigabit internet, and the main the main problem is that the Virgin Media website sucks absolute balls. Yep, and it's terrible breaks at every opportunity, so I can't actually get them to tell me explicitly that. Hey, if you yes, them, you can have gigabit internet. If you phone them, I have a thing, more I have a thing on screen that says we can get you gigabit internet, and I'm like, cool, tell me more. And they go, ah, no, four hundred four page. Yeah, I'm like, come on, Virgin Media. Trust me, if you phone and them, I'm they're right. more than happy to take money from you if you phone them. Don't worry. Ah, right, okay. So if I hit the button, I found a button that says yes, I want gigabit internet, and then they're like, ah, okay, we can get you gigabit internet. Cool. But that also includes a phone line, and I don't want that. You don't need a phone line. I got broadband only. Oh fuck's sake! <laughs> Just phone somebody tomorrow and sort this. Or don't. Uh, like you don't need gigabit internet. I don't need gigabit internet. But it was available. Yeah, but it's gigabit internet though. Like this is the dream, right? Is that you have gigabit internet? Yeah. 
Imagine downloading, imagine downloading a 60 gig game in a, like a six minutes. Like so, that's... so here's the thing. I have not downloaded the last Warzone update, the the new season yet, just because I haven't played it in a while. Um, and it's like 60 gig, something like that. I can't remember. So I'm going to wait till like a Thursday when I get it and then take a screenshot of the download process and see where it is. Just take a video, like it'll be definitely yeah. done. No, I'll take, like, a get, take a gif. It'll be, take a gif. Upload it to Giphy of like my day, my day with Gigabit Internet, upload to Giphy and that's it. Yep. Like, yep. It'll be ridiculous. It'll be ridiculous. But somehow 18 still... Month con- 18 month contract to 24 month. Yeah. It's... Okay. Can we not... Free, free voicemail? What? I don't can we not fix your internet button. while we're doing this? I don't want a phone. I don't want a phone line. You don't need a phone line. Can we not do this while we're on air? We need to move on. I mean, it's bad. You're not going to be able to do anything tonight. Edit. I don't want phone line. (laughs) You don't need phone line. Phone them and say to them, I don't need a phone line. And they will say, okay, got you. And they'll say, okay. Mm -hmm. I do want gigabit internet though. Don't want a phone. Mm. But you do want a gigabit internet. We'll see. My, no, 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 right. my favorite part. I, I, I favorite... Trying, trying, trying to do it online makes it seem like I can't do it online with gigabit internet and a phone. And I definitely don't want a phone because I don't need a landline. Yep. I pass. Fucking dicks. All right. My favorite part of this Fuck whole that. thing was going when you saw the price of the gigabit internet and it went, that's really expensive. And then you realized it's like eight quid more than you're currently paying because yeah, you've lost I, track I, of I, what you're paying. It's, it's gotten to the point where in my adult life, as long as I see the bills go away, like they're not, like so long as the bills are getting taken off my bank account mm. and nobody's phoning me being like, you owe us a lot of money. Yeah. I don't worry about it too much. Yeah. So I don't think about it. I know roughly how much I'm spending on stuff, but not to the point where I'm like, Ah, this is this is the number. Like I can give it to you. Like I was like, oh yeah, I spend like forty quid on internet. It's actually closer to fifty. But hey, like, yeah, hey, whatever. Internet is a internet is not a luxury. Internet is a is water and air and electricity. It is a yeah, of course. Point. But gigabit internet that is a luxury. gigabit internet is an entire you luxury. You don't need gigabit internet. Nobody you just needs really gigabit want internet. gigabit internet. Yeah, but you just it, really want gigabit internet. They said to me on the phone. In the worst case, your minimum speeds will be 530 meg down. And I went, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, minimum, minimum. minimum. Okay. But, but my favorite my favorite thing that will happen with uh, gigabit internet is that, so if you say that your your height is like a gig down, yep. like just for ease of numbers, this is a yep. gig down. You know how Steam somehow breaks the internet and goes over that all yeah. the time? Uh-huh. Does yep. that mean Steam will download it like a gig and a half? Is that... <laughs> Probably. Whatever weird BitTorrent technology Steam uses, but yeah, somehow they're they're somehow they manage to break people's internet. Like, cause I download at 130, but Steam downloads at like 180 somehow. Yep. I don't know how that does that, but I'll tell you one thing: even with gigabit internet, Discord is still going to sound like ass when it decides to be a complete. Arse I mean, about yeah, it because that's Dis- not. I mean, the Discord problem. No, that's just Discord. But like, that's just Discord. But yeah. 
Um, I don't know, it just it just decides to randomly pick servers to fuck every so often. Yeah, and which is why we're the currently on servers. Which is currently has two people living on opposite sides of a very small country. We're using the US East servers because it's yeah. more reliable than the Europe servers. Because the reason. European servers are totally screwed most of the oh, time. It's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, let's we'll hopefully use that internet to download a bunch of because actually it's a really busy couple of weeks for games or game related things so i mean this is what we normally do at the end but like the 27th specifically there is the control expansion there's right. tell me why that don't nod game comes out right first episode of that sad, teen- sad teenagers yeah teenagers it. episode one of sad yep. teenagers comes out there's also uh what the fuck is the other thing there's something else very specific i can't remember what it is uh no it's wow good. two games two games that only you're gonna play while it's really busy that's eh, that's <laughs> busy for me considering there's been fuck all for a while so to lead into what i've been playing there was such a kind of dearth of stuff i started playing doom again uh doom, doom, doom eternal and because yeah. i put that game down at one point um not too long after that game came out and was like i don't think i like this game and then cranked it down to easy or whatever it's called just kill me whoever the easy mode is in that game and then was like i'm, I'm, a, I'm a massive baby is yes that, that the... one um and attempted to finish that game and still was not having particular fun with it so yeah yeah did so have you finished that game yeah yeah okay mm-hmm. so i think i'm on the i'm on the final stretch basically like i know i'm okay i'm at the final area and i'm just like i think that game should have stopped like two hours ago probably like it just feels like the last two hours of that game have been like hey remember all the stuff you've done so far how about we just like double and triple the amount of enemies involved and like hey wasn't it wasn't a real dick to fight one of these things how about you fight three of them at once you're just like no like it's that's not fun like it's it's been the same thing for a while now and it's just like i don't know i'm just not enjoying it and i'm surprised that i'm not enjoying it which is the other weird thing considering how much i like doing. i mean yeah like i i i don't know what it is that isn't clicking with you but it's like doom eternal is like fantastic like i don't know what the i don't know I, what it is that's not gelling yeah, with you know, so much I, I don't know i think it just it it feels because i was talking to a couple of people work about this as well who had similar feelings about it where because we were we we're all trying to narrow down like why it wasn't working the same way as the last one did and i think a chunk of it was I mean, a chunk of it was nobody expected Doom to be good. The 2016 Doom, yeah, yeah. like, so it kind of came out of nowhere. I was like, oh, this is just like bombastic and real dumb, and like had a sense of humor about it and didn't take itself too seriously. And on top of that, had really good like mechanics with the go and take health out of that dude's ass mechanic, which is a really good, smart way of solving that problem and keeping things moving. And then it seems like in Eternal, they just they just added more of that stuff. And it didn't have the same. So, like, there's now like what, like four different resources you have to manage, as opposed to just like chainsaw and yeah, because um, there's ammo. like chainsaw, there's like chainsaw and there's chainsaw and ammo and armor yeah. and grenades the flame, and the flame which has like the fire, uh, the flame, the flame belch. Yeah, and then later on, there's other stuff yeah. as well. And it's just like you're yeah, just, just managing, you're managing all these resources, like you're. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I still can't quite put my finger on it, but it's, it just seems like 
it just seems like they added more of the stuff they thought people liked, which they, people did like, but like adding more to it didn't help. It just seemed to unbalance it almost. Like that game makes you feel less powerful than the last game did. I think. Oh, I, I, I disagree. Really? I think that game makes you feel ridiculously powerful. Yeah, like it is. It's it's adding. It's adding more. Like it, it's really hard because Doom twenty sixteen was like so well crafted and thought out and stuff like that to do anything to it so i think just adding they added more yeah but the more isn't it's not taking up that much within the space so it's not super difficult like i, th- I think i i don't know like it it definitely felt like because I, I was originally playing it on normal whatever difficult level the second difficulty level whatever that is and um the first time you fight that, um, whatever they're called, the creatures on the, the hover things that fire missiles, I yeah. can't remember what they're called, and you're like, this is a boss, and you're like, cool, that was a boss fight, and then they immediately dump you in front of two of them, it was like, okay, go again, and you're just like, I barely made it out that last one, what the fuck, and like, I did that duel fight for like, 45 minutes, or something like that, like, it just, it never, it never felt like I was exploiting something or like it because the whole point was that it was supposed to be like a kind of rock paper scissors thing right where there's there's some combination of stuff that will that you look at a guy and you go i know how to take that guy out it's this and this with a bit of this but he just never felt like it for that stuff and then they become like standard enemies at the end of the game and then marauders appear who are just like if there is any more than one of them, and also in an area where there's anything else except the Marauder, they're just not fun to fight because they're uh, yeah, sure. they're just relentless and don't give you any breathing. You know what it is? I think it's just like there's an intense claustrophobia to that game that wasn't there yeah. for me in 2016. That it was just like everything is happening all of the time. You don't get to breathe at every single encounter. I'm leaving going thank god i don't have to do that again like it just it never there's no accomplishment for me in that it just feels like sure i've barely survived i think the other part of it all is also like they've started to take themselves a little bit too seriously which doesn't help their i mean game you say you say that they're taking themselves too seriously then you have sequences where you like fire yourself through the moon and but, stuff like that. But, like like it. it's they take bits of it. Like, but when I say to themselves seriously, like they are trying to craft a lore and they are putting that lore in front of you now, like in a very yeah, yeah, yeah. specific, like cutscene way. And you're like, anything that's not the main thrust of the thing. Like, it's kind of cool to see the origins of Doom Guy of the Doom Slayer. Yeah. Like, that bit is kind of alright. I mean, it's not nothing revolutionary, but it's kind of interesting to see that stuff. But then, mm-hmm. like, here's all this lore about who these people are and where they came from, and you here's the here's this dude who's been here for a while and his sword, and it's just like, I don't, like, you're missing the point. The, the whole thrust of the, the story part of 2016 was here's a bunch of lore and Doomslayer doesn't give a fuck and will just like, please be careful with this bit of very delicate machinery sure, yeah. and crunch. Like, that was the thing in that game. And suddenly, like, he has all this weight and backstory and I don't know, I just didn't, it didn't click with me. And then you get, then it goes too far to the other side where you go back to the castle and, like, his fucking nerd room with his 
RGB PC that he's building and his guitars. guitars on the wall, and you're just like, what the f- like, what the fuck? Like, none of this makes any sense. But I, I don't know. I just I'm, I was not impressed. I'm not as enamored with that game as I thought I would be. So sure, yeah. I, I will finish it because I need to finish it. But it's just like there's not a lot pushing me to do it at this point. Sure. Um, very quickly, I'll also mention I've been playing a lot of Spiritfarer which is a very cool yeah. game. Um, for people who haven't seen, it is the latest in the cozy genre, which I'm very much becoming a fan of recently, especially yeah. in the current times. Like, Ooblets was very much part of that. Yeah. Um, it's a kind of narrative... Oh, how would you even describe it? It's got... Uh, brrr, how would you even describe it's like it? A narrative, it's like a narrative management game, right? Isn't kind of. The... Like, there's bits of farming and bits of, like, a character management and also, like, some building and some resource gathering and, like, a whole narrative through line. Um, the basic story is that it's 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 influenced heavily by Greek... Uh, is it Greek? God, where's Charon from? Uh, C-A... A-R-O-N. Yeah, Char- Sharon's Greek. Sharon, Greek. Um, so Sharon has is retired. Charon? I can't remember. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. We're going to go with Charon. Um, he's retired or died, one of the two, and you're the new spirit fairer who takes spirits to the next life, basically. Yeah. On your on your magic boat, and it is. We should do a video on it actually to show because there's a lot in that game actually that that kind of works better in a video, but like. Holy shit! Does that game look incredible? Like this is like it's got it, it does have a look. It's got a real good look. It's like do you remember uh, Greece that two D game from yes. last year? G R I S G R I S. And it's like it's like that, but less abstract. Like there's just so many frames of animation and everything. Everything like has a weight to it that is really good. All the characters are awesome. The writing's really good. The management side of it's engaging and there's always something to do it's it's a super cool game and it's been very very chill um which i really appreciated but we should look at that thing actually yeah i I, I do i do want to see it because it does look cool and i do like a good management game yeah also it'd been i've been following it for a while and the nintendo indie stream the week before you're hearing this they announced hey that game's coming to switch it's like oh cool that makes a lot of sense in switch and it's like and it's out now i'm like wait is that game out that game and they just surprise launched it on that day on everything. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, so yeah, that game. It did cool. kind of come out of nowhere. It's yeah. not like early access or anything, is it? Nope, it's out. It's out. out. Oh. Um, yeah, and there's like I was reading a review of it actually. There's like apparently like thirty hours of game in there, which I did not expect either. Um, so it's on Steam and Switch, and I don't think it's on console. I think it's just Switch, the only console that's there. Um. But yeah, so the other thing I kind of wanted to talk about was the so the at the weekend the Marvel Avengers open beta happened. So this I say I say you you please ask mildly because he messaged me like yeah. a couple of days ago just simply saying I can't wait to talk about this video game. Yeah, and it didn't make any sense to me considering I don't know why you were playing it because you don't like Marvel particularly that much. No, I don't. I I just don't get what happened to get you to play this game so it was an open beta and it was free so i thought why not um but part of the reason also was because i've been hearing a lot of people come out of the closed beta which was i think pre-orders only or something like that yeah i think had got early access to that that beta i heard a lot of like weirdly 
not weirdly, like negative things, but nobody could really say why it was particularly negative. Like it was a lot of just like shoulder shrugs. I was like, there's like there Marvel would not let something shoulder shruggy come out like this. Like there has to be something here. So it's like, okay, fine. And I got the, the PC beta and downloaded it. That game is baffling in a number of ways. It is. Sure. It feels like. It feels like the Marvel boardroom sat down with Square Enix and was like, they they put two slips of paper forward and they said, Spider Man PS4 and Destiny, and then yeah. raised their hands and said, make this work. And by the way, <laughs> you can't make the characters look any different except for entire cosmetics and it has to have loot and you just like you can't make the character look any different except for entire cosmetics what do you mean so purchasable like full cosmetic costumes right okay so like full full outfits hey buy iron man's traditional costume but yeah it has to have loot but you can't have individual individual bits of loot visible on characters because that breaks canon and you're just like i can imagine screen is sitting there going how what how 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 what? is that a thing? That's... So the the it's actually a relatively extensive beta, which I was quite impressed by. So it has the kind of initial what I assume is the opening of the game, basically, which is like it's a bit, it's a day. So I, yeah, I've seen I've seen footage of some of the stuff, so I know vaguely yeah. what. So it starts. It looks like the start because it's yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, the Avengers, like the celebration of I think I assume the Battle of New York basically, and the Avengers are having their, their spectacle day on the carrier, and a bunch of people blow up um, the Bay Bridge and then use that as a side distraction to setting off some large, powerful thing in the middle of San Francisco and destroying a bunch of it, which then sets off the like one of five Marvel stories, which is like, and a bunch of people that got new powers, and suddenly like how do we deal with all these people with new powers? Like, that's the story yeah, of this thing. Yeah, a bunch of people not get out of the arc and stuff like that as well. Is that not a thing? Maybe. I don't, I don't think they got like into that much. broke out of the arc. I don't think they got into much of that. But that's apparently... The, I don't know if this is true to the original books, but that's how... Um, uh, oh, God, I've forgotten her name. Um, Kamala Khan. Uh, Miss Marvel? Miss Marvel. Right? Yeah, Miss Marvel. So yeah. apparently that's how she got her powers as a result of this thing. I don't know if that's canon or not. Um, I don't. Uh, not, really, not really, but yeah. Oh, that's what it felt like. Uh, they never actually explain it. They do a time jump at one point. Um, so the start of that game is very much like that PS4 Spider-Man game, right? It is a brawler with where you're jumping between. The only thing that's different is like you're jumping between different characters, like in a linear scripted way. But there's like it's a brawler. There's quick time events. There's a kind of very linear corridor path. There's sections where you're just running and you're just guiding like a runner kind of section yeah um doing that whole intro of that game which is serving as a tutorial it sets all that stuff up the second section is cam uh miss marvel and bruce banner um like two years later five years later i can't quite remember like going to hunt down the 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 carrier um and then bring it back and bringing all the avengers back together to as a part of a resistance and all this kind of stuff and there's a there's a head scientist who's trying to cure quote unquote the 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 mutations and all this kind of stuff like that it's that story right like it's sort of you've seen this kind of stuff a dozen times before and then that section is kind of slightly again a very kind of linear we're going through the carrier 
getting all that set up. And then once you get the carrier there and switched back on and ready, it then just becomes Destiny, right? Where you have a... They may call them fire teams. I can't remember. There's some specific (laughs) name. But it's like, here's a map with a bunch of missions on it in different areas. Like, literally, it's like different parts of the world. And you go in there and there's a bunch of missions inside each area. Uh, You get a squad of four that you can either go in solo or, like, uh, matchmake with randos or go in as a squad of four. There's a generally some of the maps are like at open area with like side bits with extra loot in it. And it's just like, go do a thing, hold down a button for a while, go guard these areas for a little bit. Like it's just destiny. Except that your squad of four can't have two of the same character. That is explicitly not allowed. So So you can't have two Hulks or whatever. Can't have two Hulks, can't have two Iron Mans, can't have two Miss Marvels. Of course course not, because only one Iron Man. Exactly. Well, it's not, but yeah. Except that if you and a bunch of your mates get this game and you're all big Iron Man fans and you all spend a bunch of time leveling up your Iron Man and then going in, then one of you you is boned, right? And it's just like, okay, sure. Also, experience is not shared. You need to level up per character, which is also a thing. Uh, oh god don't do that that's a bad yeah, one right that's... and then there's loot like proper like common uncommon loot rare loot yeah oh yeah, yeah. I, saw, I saw there were like chests that you can open to get yeah. like and there are resources to, to then like power, yeah like, like different resources that you can craft stuff with and you, well, all the loot has like a, a literal power number on it like um you then use resources to level that up and you get different perks on various bits of gear. But none of the gear is visible, right? That's the important thing, I think, here. Is Yeah, it's all just stats, right? It's all just stats. And they do it in a kind of weird way where, like, the Hulk... And all the, also, all the gear is character-specific. So, like, the Hulk's gear is, like, um, like, implants and, like, enhanced bones and stuff like that. So it's all stuff that is naturally hidden. But unless you want to pay money or spend a lot of time in this game, your Hulk at level 1 is going to look the same as your Hulk at level 50 or whatever it's going to be. Yeah. So you don't mm-hmm. get any of that progression. As you run around, and then the type of game it is itself does not, in my mind, match with what they're doing, right? Because it is a brawler. It is, a, it is like a God of War style brawler where you hit people and damage numbers appear you, everyone has a ranged attack, everyone has a light heavy, everyone has two specials and an ultimate. Um, and it just doesn't... I, I, maybe it is just the amount of time I've spent in Destiny, but it just doesn't feel like the gear upgrades are doing anything. Like, yes, the numbers are getting bigger, but, like, you don't have the same level of control and influence on the battlefield as you do with a first-person shooter or, like, a WoW or something like that, where you're, like, you're very much managing cooldowns and all this kind of stuff. Like, it just feels... Like, I'm still running in and hitting left, left, left. I'm still hitting light, light, heavy. Like, it's not changing stuff dramatically. And it just feels really weird. And it really just feels like it's trying to be a bunch of games that none of them want to meet in the middle at any point. And the thing is, like, I I like how it looks. Like, graphically, it's pretty good, actually. Like, I I saw some people shitting on this. Like, it looks nice. Like, the character models are really good. The animation's excellent. Like, um, it's stylized but stylized in a way that fits like the marvel mcu like it's it's a good looking game um and the effects look yeah, good but the like weird thing, the weird thing that i saw was like um 
they've styled so it's 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 a non it's a non like movie Marvel game. Yeah. So it's like set it's like set in the wider Marvel universe of like the comics and all these things. Yeah. But it's styled like the Marvel movies. So like Captain America looks like Captain America from the movies. Iron Man looks like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Like Hulk, look, like Bruce Banner looks like Mark Ruffalo. Yep. Like it is, it, it's really weird because it's them, and then their outfits are the same as well. But then they're not those characters, mm-hmm. and they're explicitly not those characters. They don't talk about the stuff that happens in the movies because it's not the same universe. Yeah. So I don't get. I get what they're doing, where it's they're styling it after that, so people understand what it is. Yeah. But it's still like. If it doesn't, if it's not part of the movie thing, then why is it not stylized like the thing that it's not? But like, I mean, why it, is it stylized like the thing that it's not? It is nice it's... to see a, a a game like this, kind of like we did with Spider Man, which is like here are all these characters, but in like this is the highest detail these characters have ever been. Basically, like it's not like the only right. game of the only game of the scale has been like what Marvel Heroes was the only thing that had this many people in it. Yeah, the the Diablo clone. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it looked like, like I said, I do like how it looks. Like the characters do cool it shit. Good. Yeah, it good. Um, but it just doesn't contribute much. And again, like if they were to take this and turn it into like a 20, 30, 40 hour game like that PS4 Spider-Man game, like I would be interested in this game. Like the way it looks, the animations, all of that kind of stuff. Like I'm into that stuff. But the fact that they've gone, here's a bunch of story stuff. And obviously there will be like story missions as you go along in the same way, but like all the side missions yeah. are just like they're at least very explicit where they're like, hey, you're going and go to go into this AIM facility. AIM's like the 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 corporation that are trying to cure everyone. Um you're going into this AIM facility to destroy these servers. Okay. And you're going into this same facility to hold these points so we can hack into them. And you're going to this facility because there's a bunch of important people to do it. And it's like it's the same looking facilities. They don't look randomly yeah. generated, but it's like it's very much this tile set a bunch of times, regardless oh, of which. Oh, sure. It's, right, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, and there are some missions that are kind of out in. It's the, the, dra- it's the Dragon Quest 2 effect, where yes. it's like the Dragon different H2, missions yes. in the same place. But, yes, yeah. Exactly. There's a lot of that. So, like, you look at the. Because when, when the bait opens up and it's like gives you the war table, and it's like, here's all the missions. There's like 15 missions there, probably, something like that. Uh, one of them is a story specific one with Hulk. Like it's something specifically Hulk related. And then the rest of them are all these like random, like you can just spawn in and do it. Two of them are in the outside with different tile sets. One of them in a snow one, one of them in like a foresty one. And then the rest of them are all inside aim facilities. And like there's no real pu- puzzle solving, really. It's literally just like, but the, the missions at least will be tagged with this is. I think one of the. I think it is actually just called like this is a domination mission where at the end of it you have to hold two points for X amount of time. Like it's that explicit about what you're going to do when you get in there. Um, it's just it's. I, I don't know who this game's for, to be honest. Like I, I just don't. I, I mean, it's for people that like the Marvel properties, right? But like, like that's. There's not the amount of content they would have to generate for that to be an interesting. Like the reason why the PS the Spider-Man game was good was because it was like thirty hours of like high quality story, and yes, there's a lot of side shit in there as well. But like it was like planned, structured, 
good story, like impactful moments, like really good, well written, good looking, and also the mechanics were excellent. Like that was the reason why you came to that game. You were not doing it for the go and hook up the server for these cops missions, right? And yeah, sure. Yeah. This game, it looks... If the bay is anything to go by, a lot of it is going to be side stuff so you can level your dudes up. And there are literal like level requirements for some of the story missions and stuff like that. Like All of oh, that God. is in there. Um, all of the loot stuff is the same... Like on all of the kind of side stuff in the open world areas, they're not even that open world, but all the side stuff that's there is like it's gonna be one of these three types of chests, which will either give you resources, a bit of gear, or something else. Like it's just there's yeah. not there's not a lot of variety there. Um Yeah, I just I I'm I'm baffled by this thing. Like it feels like I don't know, it, it feels like it was designed by committee with a bunch of developers who are super into this idea but nobody gave them a clear direction what's it what's it what's it people like these days marvel properties and loot systems yeah it sounds it sounds like all of the game designers were thrown a 200 page document and was like make this and you're like make this video game yeah and just like because it's very well crafted like it's really nice and well put together but the thing itself is just like it just feels kind of sterile and kind of empty almost but also packed up full of stuff but none of it means anything it's just it's a really weird experience like i'm fascinated to know one how that game is taken at launch and also how willing they are to support it because they've obviously built this model of like yeah you could easily extend this thing as a platform in the future it was like here's the fucking what's the next marvel movie to come out like uh, Black Widow? No. Oh yeah, I think Black Widow has oh, been delayed a bunch. It's like you can quite clearly see them being. And here's the Black <laughs> Widow missions, and it's like here's a bunch of missions with Black. Like they have a platform here, and they've left it open and ended enough where they can extend it and add more stuff and do all that kind of stuff. But yeah. it's just like, is there a lot of stuff here to really get? And Miss and Miss Marvel as well. That's such a weird pull. Like I mean, she's but she's really good, and it does serve in this particular story and in this particular context. It does work pretty well because well, yeah, because she's she's just there purely like fangirling over the rest of the Avengers, totally. right? And is she is, and, yeah, and she is like also like she's your your player stand-in, right? She doesn't know anything about how any of this works and is guided through it by the rest of the characters, right? And yeah, so when Iron Man kicks through the door, you're like, "Fuck me, that's Iron Man!" Right? Like that's it's the right level. Holy fuck, it's Iron Man! Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and her voice actor is really good. Like and like the anime, like I said, the animation is superb on it. It's like it's like it's that stuff of it I liked, but I just don't know how much of that stuff is going to be there. Um, and they are selling cosmetics out of the ass for that game, um, as you would expect. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, because it's a Marvel game. They can go into anywhere and grab any costume from exactly. anybody at any point. Yeah, exactly. But like. It was weird. You look at the the first batch of costumes for like so. It's the, the beta had Hulk, Iron Man, God, Hulk, Iron Man, Miss Marvel, Black Widow, and Thor. Thor. Mm-hmm. Yes, Thor. Um, and so I was looking at the costumes that I like. Hulk's like promoted costume was like a Hawaiian shirt and a fedora, and you're like, oh, cool. So like, not canonly accurate but okay we're just doing this all right fair enough um yeah it was still a very weird experience and i spent like 
five hours, six hours of that game. Like it was, I, I did mm-hmm. all the stuff and was like, yep, cool. I, I am reasonably confident I can talk about this. I never need to play it again unless something pretty substantial happens. Um, it was just a very, very strange experience. It's, uh, it sounds like a weird thing that they have made. That yes, is... for sure. Um, yeah. I also like that de- the Destiny menu system is here to stay. Just FI, like everyone. Oh, the, the, start, the moving the circle thing? Yeah, like, hey, I had yeah. The, remember all those years we said we can't put cursors on console games? Like, hey, cursors are on console games now. Um, yeah, Destiny found the right way to do it. Man. You know what it reminded me of, actually, while I was playing it? It reminded me, and this is going to sound weird, but go with me. It reminded me a lot of um, Wolfenstein Youngblood. Remember that game from last year that was not good? I mean, yeah, I, I try not to think about it, but yeah. yeah. So one of the reasons that I found it, that game not good is because it was trying to do something that it didn't build enough systems to be able to support, right? Where it wants to be this thing, which is like, here are these giant levels and there's a bunch of like side activities around them, but we're not going to give you a map or like GPS or anything like that. So like the points two kilometers over there, fucking figure it out. Like, and it's ruined a large chunk of that experience. It feels like this game is wanting to do the Destiny thing and wanting to do the Spider-Man thing. And is not equipped really to do either because both both ends of that are fighting each other. It's just like it just feels like a mess yeah. that both are diluting each other, and it's not gonna. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's very very strange. So yeah, that was my adventure weekend. Was Spiritfarer <laughs> and fucking Marvel Avengers. Um, it's apart from the wrestling, which I think I'm gonna give you like three well, minutes to talk about wrestling before we move on. Uh, well, so, right, I'll talk about the interesting thing because yeah, the SummerSlam and Takeover happened and they were good and whatever. That doesn't matter. But have you have you heard about the the WWE Thunderdome? Have you heard about no, this? No, no. Right, this is this is WWE's solution to putting on live shows in in COVID. Right. Oh wait, yeah, so, they've moved into an arena or something like that, and they. So yeah, they have they have a deal. They have a deal with the Amway Center in. Florida, Florida, I think is yeah. which I think is where the Amway Center is. Uh, yeah, it's in Florida, um, where they basically ha- now basically in perpetuity or until situations change, are running all their shows out of the Amway Center with no crowd, mm-hmm. uh, th- but the crowd is replaced by a giant wall of really high resolution screens and. People can put their names into a lottery to be drawn to then get put into the live crowd, like oh. basically from like their computers with a webcam. Oh, it's uh, live on their phone or whatever. Yeah, it's live. It's all live. Oh no. Um, okay. So yeah, that I'll get to what ends up happening with that. But it, so it's like really, really, it's really impressive. Like if you look at it, it it's really impressive. It's a huge set of screens. They're all great. And yeah, people draw names out of a hat and they get put in the live crowd and that like chops and changes and stuff like that. Um, that also means because there's no crowd, they can amp up the pyro and right. they can do they, they can do a whole bunch of different things to make it look really impressive. And they're also doing drone cameras and piped in crowd noise to try and like make it look more realistic and make it seem like there's a crowd there because mm. you need noise in wrestling because the wrestling silence was weird which i've talked yeah, about yeah. before but um so they're piping in kind of fake crowd noise and it sort of works but it it only works it, it 
it works to them dictating crowd reactions to their storylines where like heels are very obviously booed and faces are very obviously cheered and things are reacted to in a very obvious way that actual wrestling crowds do not react to in that oh, way whatsoever. I have not like, thought about the concept that the company could then control crowd reaction. So yeah, they do. Like, it, so all, all, of, all of this stuff, bar what goes on on the, the other people, the people at home's cameras, because that's them. The whole thing's controlled by WWE production. Like they can do whatever they want with it. It's definitely been a thing before where the what the scriptwriters want to happen does not necessarily reflect it by the crowd, right? Where like people have come out yeah, as all, glorious all, heroes. The, all the time. Every every week it fucking happens. Right. Like people people cheer for heels and boo faces all the time because exactly. they like the wrestler or whatever. Like, but now, like but, the guy, the fucking the creepy the creepy magic dude, like the fiend that I showed you that match from. Yeah. Is a fucking monster heel like he snaps people's necks in the middle of the ring and stuff like that but people cheer him because he's awesome and yeah, yeah. people want to see his matches but it means that he gets booed from wwe creative because they have the boo button and it's like oh he's a heel like i had the heel button and he gets booed but God, um, right. yeah okay i hadn't, I hadn't considered that as a so yeah net positive is, for the company it is really weird because they will they they are, they are trying to frame the story the way they want, where it's very obvious. But people are like, nobody would do that in a real crowd, yeah. and like it means that they don't have to like silence people and like do weird stuff with the room mics that they do all the time to try and get the right reactions. That they can just do it. Um, so yeah, wall screens, loads of pyro, drone cameras, piped in audio. It works for what it is. Okay, like it it. It, it amps up the feeling of them not being in an empty arena anymore. It feels like there is some reaction, which is good because that's what wrestling thrives off of. Sure, it thrives sure. off of crowd reaction and people doing stuff in reaction to the crowd. Um, so when SummerSlam was the first like real big outing for it, like they had a test run on SmackDown this week, but SummerSlam's like one of their big pay-per-views. Yeah, they exactly. tried it with this. And it went well, except for every so often there are Obviously, the undecided variable are the people at home because they yep. can obviously do whatever they want. So, it, if you start, we we started looking more at the crowd if we got bored with the wrestling because it was more interesting to see. So, you had like people who were very obviously watching it on their phones because it was like pointed at their forehead or like oh, really zoomed right. in on their face, yeah, yeah, or whatever, which was crap. And they were like moving between rooms of their house and stuff like that. Um, there was people with. Uh, people who decided to wear really creepy clown masks while watching the show. That was fun. Uh, there was a guy who put his webcam down and just put it in front of his Pikachu plushie, like really zoomed in. Oh, so every great. so often, every so often it would go to the hard cam and there would be this giant Pikachu in the middle of the crowd, which we loved. I loved the big Pikachu. He was my favorite thing about Sour Slab. It was great. Um, there were people, there were very obviously people who were trying to do let's say some suspect stuff right and getting batted down for it because their screens would go black and they would swap it out with someone else really quickly um can i just say this is sounds like the most realistic real world interpretation of vr chat that i've ever heard Mm -hmm. like it's just yeah it's pretty weird huh um like the 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 best we we saw it a couple of times where it was very obvious that there were guys going for their webcam to point it southward, let's say. Oh, no. And they got 
very quickly turned to black and swapped out with somebody else because they many, can chop and change the feeds on the fly and just do whatever. Are, how many screens are we talking here? Like oh, loads, like over a hundred. Like like so, I'm, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to. It's the whole. It's the whole. It's, it's the whole hard cam side of an arena. Like it is that. So how do it's you a lot of screen? How do you manage that many feeds and like content moderate all those feeds you, at once? You have you have a lot of eyes on, is my guess. Fuck. I don't know. That sounds like but, a nightmare. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, so there was that, and then the best one that we saw. So the best one that I saw was uh, there is there is currently a dispute, not dispute because it, it's probably true. There's a wrestler on NXT called the Velveteen Dream, sure. and. As a wrestler, he's great. He's got a really cool gimmick, but he's been kind of outed as a pedophile. Oh. So, um, yeah, and other really suspect sexual stuff. But it's and he like went he went away for months, and they hoped everybody would forget about it. And now he's back on TV, and literally zero people have forgotten about it. Okay. So the whole the whole of the internet has been like what the fuck is he doing on tv why is he there why is he in that title picture he was at a title match in the nxt show like why is he there i like so he came back and then twitter was just flooded with people going like yeah i've got proof he's still doing it like look at look at this look at this look at this so there were people on the the camera feeds holding up signs that said fire velveteen dream and they instantly got turned to black and swapped out with somebody else wow it was crazy it was so weird to see there's something um, vaguely like like future sport about this like i'm just i, I, yeah. need, to go, I need to go watch some footage of this i think but like the idea of having all of these unrestricted screens just like towering over this ring just sounds like a nightmare oh yeah man. it's so it's not it 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 works. It's really weird, but when you're when you watch it in the context of watching a wrestling pay per view, it kind of works. It's better than having no crowd. Like oh yeah, is. I'm sure yeah. Um, but yeah, it's so strange, and it can only go weirder from here. So it's were the were the 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 wrestlers like addressing the screens? No. So that's that that's one thing they've gotten better at. They are. They're still doing promos to kind of like either they're doing promos into camera, right? So like just like directed at people, not people at home, but like whoever they're talking to, or they're doing promos at another wrestler in the ring, or they're doing promos just kind of like as a soapbox sort of thing, right? They're not, they're not feeding to the crowd as much, which is you don't want to do that because there's no fucking crowd there, so you can't feed anything. Yeah. Um. So they they've gotten better about that. Like they've actually started to understand how to work with no crowd, and it's it's better for it. And now it's and now that now that the crowd's back and they're still not working to the crowd, it only works to like elevate the standing of the actual wrestling because it's all all it's there is to feed into the match drama, which is what right. you want. But basically, if you could do if you could do that, if you could do that and not have wrestling fans because wrestling fans are terrible. That would be the ideal way to watch wrestling is to have watch good wrestling matches with crowd audio, but not have to look at the fans. I mean, that's like perfect. For, <laughs> like since I knew wrestling was a thing, I always knew that I always had this impression that wrestling was like a soap opera for like a soap opera for dudes, right? With a capital D. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's yeah, so, sure. Like. The idea that they've rem- they have c- gradually removed the live aspect from it, 
Like, they should just go, like, full telenovela and just be, like, super dramatic shots to camera and, like... Well, so that, that's, that, and... that's what I was hoping they would do during lockdown, and they did. That's how you got stuff like the the weird Firefly Funhouse mm. match where John Cena went to the Shadow Realm for like twenty minutes. And the stuff best like thing I've seen in a long time. Which is yeah, legitimately probably one of the best wrestling matches I've ever seen. But it's and, and it wasn't even a fucking wrestling match. It was all just storytelling, and it was fantastic. But they and they still did some of that. They're still doing like cool weird. Like, the example I can give you is, like, uh, on SmackDown this week, it was the Creepy Fiend guy versus Braun Strowman, who's, like, a big monster dude. And Braun Strowman beat up beat up the non-Fiend... Oh, God, this is... Explaining wrestling is so bad. The the human guy that the Fiend... That turns into the Fiend... Yes. Braun beat, Braun beat him up to the point where he was, like, on a stretcher in an ambulance. And... He was in the ambulance, and then the ambulance stopped going up the ramp, reversed, and the doors flung open, and there was a bunch of like dry ice and red lights and stuff in the back of the thing. And the camera panned round to see that like, it was like one shot. Well, yeah, it was one shot. We're like panned round to see the reactions of like the the EMTs and the staff and stuff that were there, and then panned back around, and it was the fiend in the back of the ambulance. So they are like. It is framing like a TV show at this point instead yeah. of it being a wrestling match where they're doing weird transitions and like story stuff. But yeah, it's it was interesting. It was a, it was a weird weekend, but um, yeah, I, I need to go see some footage. Of this. I'm interested. I, I need to. Yeah, you should you should like. go and look. You should go and try and look for Thunderdome stuff. I'll I'll see if I can find stuff when we're done, and I'll send yeah, it to you. But that's it's a really interesting thing. That's bizarre. Um, that's very strange. I, I just want to see. I just want to see how, how, because there was definitely we were talking about it while we watched it. There was definitely like a crowd meta coming around because, like, because it's live, the people at home can see their screen, so they can see what other people are doing. So when the Pikachu guy showed up and showed the Pikachu on his screen, other people started grabbing plushies and showing them on the screen. Right. So it became this. Like this is like the meta game that we're talking about of like yeah. what becomes the new hotness within the crowd to sit and do, and it was like creepy clown masks, and then it was like plushies, and then it was guys trying to show their deck on camera and getting black screened, and like it was this whole thing. It was did it was it really like, interesting to watch. This weird. This is a bizarre question. Did it any? Did it look like anyone was watching the wrestling? Oh yeah, like there were totally people just like doing like cheering and like thumbs up and like doing fake punches and stuff like that like there right. were people enjoying it okay but there were, quite, there were quite obviously people there that were watching the wrestling but also being like i have this camera in front of millions of people what can i do with this and show somebody put picture you on camera yeah yeah okay. try to show a butthole try and call out this guy for being a massive sex offender like this whole thing of like and people did it and it was great this is a bizarre question do you know how they were doing it like was it through some app or was it like did everyone call no a idea Zoom call no or... idea um zero clue zero okay. clue all, all i know is that they picked people out of like a raffle and but that they, was the... if people were doing it from their phones was the thing like it's not just like a website who knows i yeah. assume so but yeah I don't, I don't know if they've got their own proprietary thing or if who knows like i suppose you could probably you there. could probably do it via a website which theoretically could work from a phone interesting anyway yeah that's bizarre but i don't know i don't know if like wwe made their own thing yeah. but i don't know who knows um let's so like the, the what Let's go oh, to yeah, a break, break and then we'll we'll um come back and talk about video games. I'm glad I, sure. I, I I 
forgotten about the Thunderdome stuff, so we'll come back and do that. But um, yeah, so music. I wanted to play something from the Necrobrista soundtrack because mm. it's a interesting soundtrack and goes some some really good places. So this is a track called Optimism um, from the Necrobrista soundtrack. Um, check the post for links so you can pick this up. And we will be back with some more games after this. That was Optimism from the Necrobrista original soundtrack. Check the post for links, you can pick that up. Um, it's a soundtrack that fits very well in the game, but also has some, has some cool moments it's, it, outside of it. It's something I need to still go back and play. I'll yes, leave the totally. and see it. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think you would appreciate the writing in that game, for sure. Um, <laughs> yes, so apart from wrestling, what, what video game-based activities have you been partaking um, in? So I, I, I obviously still playing Destiny. Um, mm. I am... The fun thing that I'm doing Destiny right now, because it's now just about like waiting for Beyond Light at this point, um, is I have found so wait, a group we, of are people. We, are we done with the season already? Like, oh no, the, se- the season, the season is still going. It's just like the so the the story of the season will be done in three weeks, right? Because they're they have like stuff linked to it, but I don't know what they're gonna do. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 it's just it's Destiny, like. You, you play it when you want at this point. Okay. Um, but the, the cool thing that I've found now is that I have found a group of people who have started to get, not get more serious, quote unquote, in Destiny, but they start playing it more. And none of them have ever done any raids. And I've done all the raids. So they are, I have basically just said to them, like, I will take you through the raids if you want. Right. Because the raids are going away. Like a lot of the raids yeah, are going exactly. And people won't be able to see it. So I was like, you guys are at the point now where you're like actually not taking the game seriously, but like you're playing a lot and raiding is part of this. And we have six of us. If you want to see these raids, I will take you through them. And they were like, yeah, sure. Like, that sounds great. Like, we never thought we'd get to do it. And if you want to show us, then you can. Yeah. So I've been taking people through raids. That's been fun. Cool. We're done. We've done like three of the six that you are leaving at this point. So that's sure. good. We're going to do another one this weekend. Uh, so that's been good seeing people react to raids for the first time again without me yeah. just being like oh yeah it's this again and just doing the mechanics like sure, it's cool seeing sure, people sure. actually react to it um, especially about the last raid that we did there's a bit where you get like fired out of a cannon into space and people were like what the fuck and I was just like yeah just float through it it's fine <laughs> nice. it really like after the point where you've seen it a couple of times you're just like yeah whatever just get it done yeah, but, exactly. um, yep. so that's been fun uh, I've been playing through Play through all of Titanfall 2 again uh, because yeah. my Destiny friends want to play Titanfall 2 online because it's it's also really good and I've not played it in a while, so I was like, yeah, I'll play with you. So I play through all the story again. Yep. Game's still really good. That's still yep. an excellent first-person shooter storyline. People should yep. play that game. Um, it's on Steam and I, it's on pretty heavy sale. Yeah, it's on, it's it's well. on Steam now. Which, it's, it's on Steam, which is why we picked it up because it's now on Steam and it was like eight quid or something like that, yeah. so I just bought it. 
what's the other thing I've been doing? Um, I've been blur- playing through Dawn War Two again. Um, okay. Any just because reason? I, 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 no, I just felt like it, and okay. I just wanted to. I wanted to play a, a Warhammer game, and Dawn of War Two is really good, so I just played it again. It was fun. Yep. Um, so the thing, the things that are new that I've been playing is I'll talk quickly about the new Apex Legends season. Um, yes. Season six, uh, which is called Amped. Is that what Amped? it's called? That sounds about right. Is that right? Hang on, I need to look this up because I know that it's 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 related to that because of who the legend is, but I can't remember what the actual sat tagline is for or is it boosted 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 that's what it is um so this season is like they've given it like a weird sort of like electric pink blue sort of splashed color scheme looked very different this time around from all the work i'd seen on it yeah yeah so it's it's really vibrant uh mainly because so the new the new legend is called rampart uh she is a her entire character is that she's a modder like she mods guns and like builds crazy shit out of guns. Oh, okay. Sure. Um, so she and her attitude is just kind of like ah oh, whatever and just sort of like goes and fucks with people. Okay. Um, so it's, it's a lot more lighthearted at this point. Um, so she is really cool. Um, because she's kind of a gun nut. Her so her passive thing is like if you use a light machine gun with her, she can. Her, the mag size increases and the reload speed increases. So, like, huh. your flat lines and your L stars and, like, all that stuff suddenly become way better because they are have a lot more in the tank and you can reload way faster because you can output more bullets faster. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. And that's purely, like, to her just being a modder. It's basically the, the passive as she mods the gun and makes nice. it better, but only for LMGs because she really likes big guns. Um her she puts down shields that take some time to set up but once they do have like a an energy window that if you fire through it the bullets do more damage um oh cool okay so she's like a defensive character she's all just about like setting up walls and stuff like that Mm -hmm. which pairs really well with her ultimate which is she just puts out a fucking minigun that's her ultimate is that she she puts a stationary minigun down that is a stationary minigun, so it fires really fast and does a lot of damage, especially if you fire it through the amp shield thing. Right. Um, so it's a lot of fun to just like set up on a hill and watch people run over a bridge and you just like dump your entire minigun rounds into the bridge. And yeah, it's awesome. Um, she's really fun. I don't think she's particularly good because you're super exposed while using the minigun. Of course. Um, but do you have to be you're just like, like on the gun? You're... Yeah, so the, it's like a. Um, oh, I was going to make a Star Wars reference there, but no one was going to get understand <laughs> that. But like, it's like a. It's on like a pole, and she like turns it with her feet, so she's like oh, on the gun. It's and, like, not swivels it. It's not automatic. It's a mounted gun. No, it's a, yeah, it's a mounted like right. MG okay. emplacement. Got, got um, so she's super exposed while she does that, so she could like sniper shot from the side or whatever could kill her, got but. You. It is really fun to just like hold down left click and swing across like a bridge or whatever. Nice. Um, so that's really cool. Uh, the other unique thing is that they've introduced a crafting system in World where there's like uh, canisters that you can pick up for, I can't remember what they call it, but there's like some material that you then go to forges to spend to build stuff. Um, and there is like permanent things of like you can. You can always build like a med a med kit and ammo and stuff like that, but there are weekly sets of things that you can build. 
and there are daily sets of things that you can build. And the daily sets are typically like a gun, an attachment, and like a hop up for the gun. Right. So like one for like one week it was like the devotion, a stock, and a turbocharger, all for the devotion. Right. Um and then like the weekly stuff is like armor or backpacks and like stuff like that. So it is like a and you get like five for opening up a crate, and then each of the canisters is like twenty-five or something, or twenty. Gotcha. Um so it's a it's a another mechanic to like get people driven into the same area because it's people trying to pick up their stuff and then build stuff into the forge. How do you um, so are the forges dropping like are the forges so they're, scattered? There are state yeah, so the game starts, there are stationary forges at select points on the map and then more drop in as um airdrops. Like kind of like oh, the, cool. the okay. there are more that come in. Um the interesting thing about the forges, which links into another thing that they've changed, is that so all armor is now evil armor. So yes, it's not I saw this on the, on the thing. Yeah, there's no stationary armor anymore. Every every bit of armor is like it evolves with the damage you do. So if you mm-hmm. do a certain amount of damage, it goes up a tier. Right. And you can spend crafting materials to put a hundred points into your armor. Right. So it becomes a weird risk reward thing of you dump your armor into the machines, you're armorless. But when it comes back out, it's potentially better, and it takes time for the crafting oh, to how, happen. So how long are you so out you're, without armor for? Like, maybe 10, 15 seconds, something right. like that. But en- enough to where if you get caught, you're probably pretty dead. Yeah, like yeah. It's, That's So cool. there's like a couple of times where I've done it, uh, I've I've done it. and not, no- not noticed that the circle is coming in on me, so it's had to be like, oh, fuck, am I going to be able to do this in time? Oh, because if the but, circle comes, you just have to leave your armor behind? Is that how it works? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Because wow. you'll just die. To the, yeah, so it's weird. I'm always really um, impressed about how willing Apex is to just mess. Like, that's a pretty fundamental change to a core part of that game. Yeah, totally. They've just, like... Yeah, change it all to Evos. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, they've so they've introduced a new gun, which is the Vault SMG. It's another uh, one for Titanfall, right? It's the, that Vault was in yeah, Titanfall Yeah, Vault was in Titanfall 2. Vault was in Titanfall 2. Um, it's it's kind of weird because, like, so they, they, they put the R99 into drop pods, because it was way too used, because it was too good, basically, um, and pulled the devotion out. But then put the vault in, and the vault's just basically an R99, but it's easier to use. Right. So it's like, it's, it's a weird thing, because I play with one of my friends, and his entire thing is he basically can't win unless he has an R99 and a wingman. And then they took away his R99, so now they've given them the vault, and he's like, and, and I was like, so what's the vault like? And he's like, it's just an R99, I'm fine. Nice. Like, I don't okay. have to learn other guns now. So it's, cool. yeah. Um, but it's really fun. Like it's way more stable than an R ninety nine as well. So it's like kind of more deadly than that. Mm, it's, it's crazy. Okay. Um, that makes sense. I'm trying to think what else. And, and other stuff is just like minor changes. But yeah, that's that's the apex. Season. How are they it's doing? Because cool. I remember the last season was the first one that had like it wasn't sing- it was like story like campaign missions. Yeah, almost. The, 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 tre- the treasure pack mission. Is that stuff. is that in this as well? Uh, treasure packs are still in it, but they unlock um, comic books for you to read that has that so, have the the lore in it. Okay, so that's how they're doing story stuff this time around. Is yeah, through... there's no there's no missions or anything that I can tell so far. Okay, and, I, and I'm assuming those missions from the previous season are just gone, right? Uh, I assume so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's a way to play it, which is cool. Which is weird because the the it was the the reveal at the end of the storyline last season was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I need to put some time into. I need to put some time into Apex. Actually, I, I keep meaning to go it's, back it's, into it. It's cool. It feels different again, which always happens at the beginning of every season, but it now feels 
I just like I, a way more. I definitely it feels a lot more. It feels a lot more scrappy because right. it's like I think it's largely because of the Evo Shield thing. People are looking to pick fights way earlier to like level up their Evo Shield as quick right. as possible. Sure. So it's way more about early game fighting, and then if you get to late game and it is. It's really hard. It's, it's it's a lot harder to win late game if you've not done the work. Like yeah, if yeah. you've not, a lot of the time in or some of the time in Apex, you could just get to top three or whatever without fighting anybody, and then maybe win or maybe not. But this is now really difficult to get into like top five because then the other teams have like gone about fighting and they have like red evos and stuff like that. But it's yeah. that sort of thing. So it's like it's, it's a lot more scrappy this time, which is cool. Good. I, I think now would be the time to get in because I, I I continually feel like I'm on that the the wrong end of that curve of being like people are really good at apex now the people are still playing it and i'm just like is it oh, yeah, yeah, trying yeah. you know um, i mean people are still good at apex but yeah it's different now so sure. cool um cool. the other thing the other thing that i've been playing that i'll not spend a lot of time talking about because i've not played too much of it but um i wanted to get into playing dying light because oh, yeah. i saw this pop up on your steam at one point i was like what the fuck is yeah okay. because two looks really interesting yep and I want to see what one is, and so I started playing it over the weekend. Um, it is an open world zombie advent, not adventure game, like RPG game. It's weird to describe it, but the look at the game is that this, this small, like I think it's Pacific Island, some island, like or it's Caribbean. Doesn't know what it is, but an island has been has had this outbreak of this zombie virus. They say it's like a variant of rabies that turns people into zombies. And you've been sent by a a, ch- a shady company that have uh, questionable morals, it seems, to recover information about the virus that somebody on the island has, like some convict has, that's now been turned into a warlord on this island that you have to go and get the information from. And you parachute in, you... It's really weird because your your character your main character within the first five minutes of the game does a parachute jump, fucks up his landing, lands in a tree, detaches himself from the parachute, lands face first on the ground, and then gets bitten by a zombie. <laughs> it's he's not a good, but um, yes, yeah, so you get bitten, and there is like antivirals that can slow the the progression of the virus. So like everything revolves around this drug called antizen, and people getting antizen and where all the antizen is. Um, but the, the main hook of the game is that the is the traversal mechanic. So it's all about free running and like parkour. So people on the island learn very quickly that the way to survive is to go over the zombies, is not go through them. Yeah. So you like run on rooftops and run on walls and like bounce off of stuff and try and avoid the zombies as much as possible. So in that respect, it is a lot more unique than a lot of the other zombie stuff. Because the traversal is actually good, especially because it's a first-person game. It yeah. has really good, solid movement where it doesn't feel like you're getting caught on scenery a lot. Your character is like moving through it really well. So it's not like you jumping up and rubbing yourself up against a wall because your character is not quite finding the angle. Like They always seem to find the angle and find the way to get you over it. Um so it is a lot about momentum. So you're just like running and jumping and grabbing onto stuff and swinging over bars and like landing on stuff and keeping running and avoiding zombies that way. Sure. So it feels really good to use. Like it feels really good just to run around the island because you're just doing all this cool traversal stuff. Um, and like as you level up, you learn more 
traversal stuff like you learn how to do like forward rolls and like all the all the usual parkour stuff of like now you know how to swing around poles and like course. land so your momentum carries and all that stuff um so that's really cool the sorry it sounds like you're gonna ask no, the, the other thing the other reason i said like come up also that game's from what, 2015 that game originally come out 2014 2014 um yeah. The other thing I saw that come up was because they just put out a new DLC pack or something for it, right? There's like yeah, there's Hellraid they like or something. Consta- they constantly support it. Yeah, Hellraid is like a it's like standalone dungeon crawler sort of thing. It's yeah. weird. I don't know what that is, but it looks cool. Yeah. Um, they just like constantly support this game. Um, leads nicely talking about the combat. So the combat is about um. Oh, obviously, you want to avoid combat as much as possible because yes. the zombies just overwhelm you. Um, so the tools that you have in your expo- your disposal are your kicks, which are like proper doom boot or like juke boot level awesome. Whereas yeah. like you have a button dedicated to kick, you and your guy does like people really back with that boot. Fucking high kick, yeah. And it depends where you hit them as well. So you can like kick oh, them really? in the head, and it stuns the zombie, and they're like whoa, and they don't do anything. Or you can kick them in the leg, and it takes their leg out from under them, and they do like a flip. So your nice. guy is like ridiculously strong. So I spent a lot of the time early on just sort of like running onto roofs and just Spartan kicking zombies off of roofs because it's fun to do that. And then at level four, my character learned how to do a drop kick, which is fucking amazing because it is so <laughs> much force behind it that you fucking run at this guy and do the drop kick and the zombie goes fucking flying. Like I managed to drop kick a zombie onto another roof that he then crashed through. I was like, nice. that's the best thing I've ever seen. And there was a point at which, like, there are points of the island where there are, like, safe houses that you have to clear by, like, closing doors and, like, dealing with the zombies. And one of them was on top of the roof of a building. And I was like, this is going to be fucking dropkick central. I'm going to dropkick <laughs> so many zombies off of this thing. And I did. Like, I just ran circles around them until they were all in a big group. And I ran and dropkicked them and put, like, four across the roof. It was amazing. It was so cool. Um... So yeah, the drop kick's fun. I like the drop kick a lot. Uh, and the other thing is like um, crafted weapons. So like the stuff you find in the world where it's like pipes and baseball bats and wrenches and all that sort of stuff, you can mod to put stuff on. Yeah. So like you can learn how to like put a battery on a pipe so that it shocks them or set fire to this bat or whatever. Like it's that sort of thing. You've seen this before in other zombie things. Yeah, yeah. But that is mainly about... <laughs> you trying to deal with the zombie as either as quickly as possible or as efficiently as possible to let you get away rather than trying to deal with the zombie head on. Like it is, it, it, it's cool. It's interesting. Um, and there are like super powered zombies that are, they're called uh, virals. I think like they have a more advanced stage of the virus mm-hmm. that will like chase you and hunt you down and stuff like that. So you can't just run away from them because they run after you. So you have to like fight find places to hide and stuff like that so it's pretty in- interesting um yeah it's, it's 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 a cool um open world thing and it's just fun to sort of run around and drop kick zombies in because cool. the drop kick's really satisfying um <laughs> i'm looking forward to like where it's progressing now because i just found a gun and i'm worried right. about i'm worried about guns breaking that game of just being like hey I have a gun now and nothing scares me anymore because yeah. like, the scary thing in that the scary that thing thing in that game is other human beings because they're like 
every so often because you're on an isolated island that's like in quarantine so there's like nothing coming in nothing coming out there are like airdrops that come in with like supplies sure sure and you have to you have to run and get them or if you get there slightly too late there are other people that have turned up so you have to fight the bandits and like humans will like block your attacks and like dodge out of the way of your kicks and stuff like that so they're actually really hard to fight so now I'm worried that having a gun means they'll just come up and go ah shoot you in the head and that's that's it dealt with I mean, the, the, um, the, the ways of mitigating that is like limited ammo or like noise, that's I, think, whole, I assume would be so the that, thing. So yeah, no, noise is the big thing is like any noise will trigger the virals to come so you just see them sprinting at you. But like, if you just shoot three people in the head really quickly and get the supplies and run, it's not that hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. I'll need to see how it progresses to see sure. if it um, breaks the game or not. I'll have fun with it. It's cool. Cool. Um, there's a lot of the, the most fun I had with it was when I a, a bunch of the systems sort of interacted with each other in a weird way. Where so there's, a, there's a thing in that game where if there's a zombie on the ground and you aim at its head, you can basically just mash attack and the guy will like repeatedly just keep it keep hitting that zombie in the head until its head turns to mush, basically. Oh, wow. Like the, gu- the really gunpoint thing, yeah, kind of that. Um, and you can do that to humans as well, but it takes longer. Oh, but, no. Okay. There was a thing that there's a thing that happened where so I was fighting a human and I ran at him, I sprinted at him to do a drop kick. And I did the drop kick, but I landed short, so I didn't hit him. And then he hit me and I got up and I started to run away. And then he tripped over a bit of the scenery that I had broken earlier. There was like a gas can or something like that that was rolling on the ground and he tripped over it. And oh. like landed face first in front of me so it was like i missed the drop kick got up ran away he tripped over landed directly in front of me so i went oh okay and then just did the zombie head smash on him until he died but it was like so i just did nothing to that guy he tripped in front of me and then i killed him like that was so weird that it happened but i laughed for like five minutes straight after it did because it was weird seeing how this all interacted with each other yeah Um, that's pretty cool okay I like that. It was cool. Yeah, so I'll be interested to see where it goes from here. Totally. But it's, it's it's cool. I'm mainly just playing it because I think two looks cool. Yeah, um, totally. but and I could delay it goes. again. So yeah, who, who knows? Um, I'll just very quickly say um, I have been continuing to play Dead by Daylight, and it's the first game in a while where I've started paying attention to patch notes, like in really yeah. weird ways. Um, it's not a thing I normally do, but like here specifically, I'm like, okay, how are they tweaking? the thing that i use a lot and okay mm, okay right sure like they they cut plagues vomit arc by x percentage and i'm like oh fuck it's like all that kind of stuff which is yeah, yeah cool and weird and i see the attraction of that kind of level of detail in this kind of stuff i i i can appreciate that for sure um so yeah very quickly um there's kind of one big major story um but they announced uh so the dc fandom thing yes. happened yes. which is actually i don't know if you saw pictures of it was quite visually impressive actually yeah it was. The stuff they were doing and cool. um, but from video game space they announced two things they announced the new warner brothers montreal game from the um new but which is a new batman game which is gotham knights which is a yes batman ass looking batman game with 
It's 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 a weird looking Batman game with damage numbers and co-op yeah. in it. It's, hey, I wonder if that it's, very, it's very obvious that it's not being developed by Rocksteady. That's yeah. the it's got loot and damage numbers and resources, and you're like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah. But it's and it's like it's what Robin, Batgirl, Red Hood, Robin, Batgirl, and, Nightwing, and Red Hood. N- yeah, and Nightwing. Yeah, but it's also the only two-player co-op with four characters, which I thought was a yeah. That's a weird one. Weird decision. It's also um, gonna be it's also gonna be super interesting because you've got like. Barbara Gordon, Batgirl, who is like Batman ethos through and through, yep. Nightstick, beats people up. Yep. Robin, who's fucking Robin, is probably Damian Wayne, I'm guessing, because Nightwing's there, and Red Hood, and they're the other two Robins. That was the name but, I think I remember seeing in the press release, yeah. Yeah, Damian Wayne, also Robin, bit more edgy about it, but it's still just like, yeah, beating people up. Nightwing, same thing, has his little shock sticks, but he's still there. And Red Hood, who's just a guy with guns, yeah, and happens to be... Guns. Oh, trained as Robin was Robin and now just shoots people in the head like it is yep. a massive shift from the rest of the squad so I don't know how they do it in terms of like oh his guns are actually like tranquilizer guns yeah like or, where's your where's your your comedy slapstick uh, fighting when somebody can just pull out a pistol like yeah like all that stuff where they're doing like cool flips and stuff like that and Red Hood's just in the back doing his cool like gun kata shit yeah, that he totally. does and you're like you're still just shooting people like oh, yeah, it's weird yeah it's bizarre. Um, so they announced that, and I was like, "Cool, that's." Okay. I wasn't impressed. Nope. I wasn't impressed. By the um, and then they the they announced the new game from Rocksteady, which is Suicide yeah. Squad: Kill the Justice League, which is yes. 20, which is twenty twenty two. And they didn't have gameplay of that, but they had like their their mood and teaser Cinematic trailer thing. Trailer. Yeah. I was more interested in that than from anything I saw from Gotham Knight. Like there was a yeah, totally. There was a. Frivolity and a style to that Suicide Squad trailer that I so, did yeah, not get it's, from. It's in keeping with the kind of Suicide Squad rhetoric of it being kind of silly, kind of stupid. Yeah. People crack jokes, but it is still just like, oh, it's fucking Je- Deadshot and he shoots people a lot, and it's yeah. Harlequin and she like fucking bats grenades. Who's at the people. shark dude? It's Sharkman. That's his name. Really? Okay. Yeah. He's just okay. he's just a big fucking street shark. That's his whole thing. And Captain Boomerang. Who, okay. Yeah. And Captain Boomerang, who's fucking Captain Boomerang. So I, I, I quite liked Harley referring just at some point going, "Okay, Boomer." Boomer. I it was like really yeah. good, nice little. I I, I sighed at that, but it was like really you went for the easy joke. Like that was the. But you know what? Like thing. it kind of yeah, works for that particular scenario. It's in keeping with the 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 Suicide Squad thing. It has a cool style. It was. It was humorous. It was funny. I chuckled a little bit. At I mean, it. like, and it ter- seems to be, it seems to be based on some sort of Brainiac storyline because that thing at the end, the reveal at the end, is that the person that they're sent to kill is Superman, yeah. but it's Superman with like weird purple eyes, and that normally happens when it's like a Brainiac takeover, who's like oh, some alien who okay. just likes like manipulating people's minds. Gotcha. So I initially saw it and thought it was going to be like a Negaverse thing, yeah, where it's yeah. going to be like mega superman it's like oh it's evil superman but it's not it's like regular superman mind who had the weird superman. brainiac eyes yeah okay. like mind control the alien mind control superman sure so that'd be cool it's yeah. like you play all that stuff and fight fight batman and superman I mean, and Wonder in terms Woman. of mainstream media like suicide squad is the best thing dc has going right now right like that and fuck like, no what are you talking about that movie was terrible what are you talking about i thought uh, birds of prey did pretty well Oh, I've not seen Birds of Prey. Okay. I think it's better than Suicide Squad, but Suicide Squad fucking tanked. Like, oh, Suicide did it? Squad was okay. awful. Yeah. The best, thing that, the best thing that DC have going right now in terms of movies, Wonder Woman, and that's it. Right. Every other movie. movie's been pretty bad. Like, yeah, okay. yeah, it's not been... Fair enough. Oh, that was... The other thing that fucking came out of DC 
uh, as a quick aside, they released a trailer for the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Yeah, and it's like Um, a four-part TV series or something. Oh my god, yeah, it's like four one-hour things, but did you watch the trailer for it? No, I I didn't see the original movie, so I've got no reason to... Oh my god, the trailer trailer is set to a really over, like, overwrought um, cover of Hallelujah. You know that song? Aye. Yeah. And it's really in keeping with the whole mindset of fucking Zack Snyder of him thinking he's the bollocks because right. it was like the last shot of the trailer is like the Justice League symbol in like black with silver on it and then hashtag Snyder Cut. But when Snyder Cut comes on, it comes in with hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, fuck you, Zack Snyder. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, he quite clearly thinks, oh, no, we're going to do it right this time, lads. Like, it's going to be, I'm going to sort this. Don't worry. Where, they, where literally, they... every person that's sat and talked about it has been like, I don't even think Zack Snyder can save this because the movie's fundamentally bad. How but, are they going to get four uh, hours of that movie? Like, Well, that's, that's, that's what the, the Zack Snyder cut is, like, all the stuff that they... They took away but from Zack had, Snyder and cut out the movie. They cut half like, that movie? Like, Yeah, apparently. Well, they, well that's the thing. They, they like, instead of it just being like the original movie, which was just like a Steppenwolf thing, it's now Steppenwolf and Darkseed and I can't remember the name of the last one, but the crazy alien dude. But it's like, it's got three villains for some reason. Like, So, the, so that's the thing. Like the, the fact that they refer to it as the second cut of the movie yeah. Fairs, I think I assume wrongly that all of this stuff is just sitting on a hard drive somewhere, and they're like, "Cool, we'll pull it all out and splice oh, yeah. it all together." I'm, they've had I'm to reshoot. Snyder has Snyder has said for a while that he had a lot of the footage, but then they've also had to reshoot a bunch of it. Yeah, because like remember the development of fucking the Justice League movie was yeah, a yeah. fucking mess for yes. years. Like it was, yeah, man. which is why it came out as bad as it did. But yeah, I, I yeah, man be interesting but yeah that's a four-part I, I, I can't wait because it's still going to be terrible yeah. and people are going to be so sad there's going to be more of it oh. all the people online that are like fucking release the steiner cut i'll fix that movie it's like no it, won't. it absolutely will not fix that movie no not at all um yeah and then the the kind of big story that's kind of reverberated outside of the video game space is the epic versus apple oh, slug fest <laughs> that's happening so and now google as well like all that and stuff. Now, yeah. yeah so the short basically what happened for if you have been living under a fucking rock um fortnite released a update for fortnite which basically gave which bypassed the google app uh, sorry the apple in-app payment system yeah. which is the thing you could buy took. you could buy v bucks via epic and not apple yeah that was and, the that, and that's the thing that apple took 30 percent cut on yes. on on stuff so that was a breach of App, uh, the App Store guidelines, so they yanked Fortnite and Google did the same thing because it's a violation of their store per, uh, policies. And as soon as it was pulled, Epic then launched this very clearly preordained series of um, things where they put out a fake 1984 yeah, trailer, which was like... Yeah, the, the, the trailer that they put out was way too... It came out way too quickly for them not to already have it made, so they were very clearly preempted the response yeah. they knew exactly like, ready for this. they knew exactly yeah. what was going to happen right um, yeah. and then they've done this like, hashtag free fortnite and it's like apple have yeah. taken your fortnite away and it's like cool awesome um the amount of the amount of people that framing the fucking framing of apple trying to play the un- not apple epic trying to play the underdog of like yeah. we are taking a stand against the tyranny yeah, of this multi-million dollar yeah. corporation as us who is backed by tencent one of yeah. the other billion dollar corporations on the planet yeah, like, I'd, I'd you're like, not the little guy you can't do this i'd it's like not- to be very clear when i was i was 
because I was talking about this to some people, and there was a lot. There's a lot of like, oh look at you going for the underdog. The underdogs. They're like, like I. I understand the layout of this thing where there's a giant multinational corporation fighting another giant multinational corporation yeah. and everyone involved is terrible and it's all the worst yeah, all and I get yeah. it, right? The side effect of it's this being that... Also, the amount of people very quickly pointed out that like Fortnite put out a, fa- uh, a reworked version of the trailer from 1984, a movie that yeah. 99% of the Fortnite audience have never seen or have reference to. Very funny. Yep. That was very mm-hmm. funny unintentionally, but the side effect of this. So basically, the man on the, the man on the screen had an apple for a head. Do you get it? Do you understand the reference? Really clever. Sure, sure. Yes, it's it really was clever. very clever. So, Epic then sued. Actually, sued properly, legally sued yeah. Apple for. We've seen the papers. We've <laughs> seen the papers. They launched them very quickly, almost like they had them ready to go. Um, yeah, almost like they were all signed and ready and had already been looked at by lawyers and stuff yeah. like that. And I can't remember exactly what the charges are, but it's basically like Apple... It's the same anti-competitive stuff that Apple had been put through the ringer for for the past couple of months, basically. Uh, it was very, very good timing on Epic's part to also throw this on. Basically saying that, like, they are so controlling of their app space, it's anti-competitive, is the short answer of... Uh, yeah. The short focus of the... Because, hey, guess what? Well, because it is. Because it is. Yeah, it's, it's horrendous, right? Like, the amount of... Um, study of the app store guidelines and stuff like that was um showing how bad some of this stuff is is real bad like go look up what happened to wordpress over the last week like that was that was a thing as well it did not make apple look good but anyway so they sued um apple then countersued and a whole mess started happening um of like so epic sued with the one shining light i think out of this whole thing well two the first one being that Epic have done, despite being a large multinational corporation who I don't give a shit about, did at least the bare minimum thing of saying we are not suing for uh, special compensation or access. Like, we don't want this to apply to just us. We want this to be a general thing. And also we're not seeking any damages, like monetary damages, are like the two yeah. bare minimum ways this feels almost okay and not just a giant, like... Uh, pers- like gamer led money grab on their part like they're at least saying the right words yeah but um, and then Apple countersued and said like ah but you sent us this email that said you did want preferential treatment and then Epic came back and said here's the email no we fucking didn't and there's been this whole fucking debacle um, and, then a bunch of, and then a bunch of other multinational corporations got in on the side of Epic companies like Spotify who Get th- uh, who Apple take thirty percent of their subscriptions and purchases through their app, stuff like Microsoft, who are already in hot, uh, who already don't like Apple because they're not letting their XCloud stuff through, like a bunch of very obvious, yeah, people would side with Epic in this particular fight. Yeah, we want to have control over our software as well. We like yeah, you, Epic. Exactly. Um, we like you for having the Fortnite money and being able yeah. to take a stand. So the other and the other side of this as well is that um, Apple then in a weirdly aggressive move, uh, pulled all of Epic's developer licenses for yep. um, for the Unreal Engine, which means that basically anyone using the Unreal Engine could no longer use any of the Apple SDK stuff for iPhones. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of mobile games that use the Unreal Engine. That's a bold fucking move. Um, but I think the core thing for people who are not who don't follow the stuff as, as, as closely, the App Store is the reason why I apple have money at this point like that is their cash cow that is how they are 
funding basically all of their R&D and because their phone sales are not what they used to be, all of their stuff is now services. It's why they've launched. Yeah. It's why they had Apple News. It's why Apple TV or whatever their last, the, the thing yeah. has the TV shows on it. Why that's all there. They need to move into services because yep. that's where they're making their money. This is a big fucking deal. And if Apple lose this shit, they are going to lose a lot of money. So yeah. they are going to fight this tooth and nail and take some wild fucking swings like pulling the dev licenses for Unreal to try and bully Epic into pulling this down. Submission. Yeah. Basically. Um, and that's the main reason that Microsoft jumped on. The, the point where they pulled the dev licenses was the point where Microsoft jumped on and was like, nah, son, like you can't, like we want we want more Unreal Engine games to happen. And if you pull Apple, that's that's going to be your, that's gonna be your thing. They, they've also sued Google, but Google has a weird side thing that they can kind of use to say, well, if you really want to sideline all of our store stuff, you can just install APKs on our system, right? Like, yeah, you can yeah. cite, which is what Fortnite did originally, right? They put an APK up on their website and it was like, download this if you want to play Fortnite on your, on your Android phone. Um, yeah. But then also the Google stuff that came out was like, hey, by the way, Epic, was Epic made a deal with Samsung to get Fortnite pre-installed on a bunch of Android phones so you wouldn't have to download APKs. Yeah. And they also they blew had, up... They had, they had like Samsung-specific skins, skins and stuff. And like stuff. So yeah, yeah. And also they had to blow... This, the whole thing blew up a deal with OnePlus, I think, where there was some Epic deal there that Google pulled or forced to get pulled or something like that. I can't... A whole bunch of shit has been happening about this. But the, the one good point out of all of this is that if they do succeed and and some kind of reformatting has to happen of the Apple Store, the App Store, where they become less less strict on the thirty percent stuff. It does free up a lot of smaller devs, and I mean smaller devs, to actually make more money off their iOS games, which yeah is only a good thing, provided there's no weird side effects of this happening. But like, yeah, it's it's a real limit to a lot of people, and it's affected how games have been designed for that platform to account for that 30 percent cut so oh yeah 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 it's a it's gonna be an interesting fight to see them slug it out but this is going to take months if not years oh, it's gonna take yeah years probably which is which is interesting Le- for Le- legal legal stuff takes a long time yeah. for the best of it but then when you're talking about multinational corporations it takes even longer yeah. so it's I mean, everybody so, has to look at everything so it it's... depends how quick this is going to go right because epic obviously wanted to go quickly because they want Fortnite back on iPhone. They want Fortnite back on iPhone, so mainly because their current player base on iPhone are not going to get the next season because they can't get updates, right? Yeah. So they want it back as soon as possible. It would be interesting to know how much money Apple are losing if they don't take the thirty percent cut of Fortnite money. Like Fortnite's still fucking yeah. massive. Like, of course, yeah. Like, how much money are they actually losing compared to how much they would lose if this actual if this all fell around them, right? Who knows? The only th- the other thing is like like I said, Apple are in the middle of a bunch of antitrust stuff along with Google and Microsoft and Facebook at the minute anyway. Yeah. So it yeah. doesn't look good for them. So we will see. Um. Yeah, I'm not going to get into the control stuff because it's not worth talking about. But we'll talk about it next time. But fuck me. Yeah. The weird stuff weird. is yeah. just bad messaging all around. There's a, there's if there was ever a story where I feel like we're getting half the message, that is one of them. But we will yeah, come absolutely. back to that sometime. Um, okay, what's coming up? Like I said, um, the Control expansion, um, the Alan Wake expansion is Thursday. Uh, Tell Me Why is out. 
they are doing an aggressive episode schedule for that game. Like the next episode is out in two weeks, and then the third episode is sure. out two weeks after that, which is wild. Yeah. But okay, sure. Um, there is a. We're con- I, we should quickly also say that we're continuing to play through Halo. We are Halo still most the- sucks. By the way, yeah, we're most most of the way through Halo One, and Halo One's bad. Yeah, like that game, not good. Nope. But yeah, but we will continue, continue to go through that. We'll continue to go through that. Um, you said we also try. We should- yeah, we should try some Remnant. I was Remnant say. is free on the Epic Game Store at the minute. Yes. Um, we, should we should try that. some of that. Um, yeah. I'm also going to suggest and try and get a bunch of people from my work to try Among Us at the weekend. Um, yeah, that game's great. Um, that game's really good. Because I've got a bunch of people there who would be up for that. Um, and like I said, uh, we should do some video with Spiritfarer. Um, I am sure. really interested in Other Side, which is that tactical RPG. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. I've seen, I've seen a lot of people talk about this. Yeah, um, I... I, I have so I have some connections at Focus Home that I can talk to and yeah, see. Yeah, that would be cool if we could see that. Someone. But I, I, I'm probably gonna end up picking that game up. But yes, we should. Yeah, we should have a look at that. Um, yeah, there's some stuff happening. Um, in terms of site stuff, I found the part two of my Blade Runner playthrough like ready to go I on know, my hard drive. Disappeared. Yeah, I found it on my hard drive. I was cleaning stuff out. It's like, oh yeah, I did record this and edited it and just never uploaded it almost exactly a year ago so that went up and uh yes yeah, so i, I want to get back into uh, finishing that and doing some more regular streaming while i have some some more time in my hands while i'm still <laughs> locked down here um yeah. but yeah so gameengine.com is the name of the website you can find all of our articles podcasts and videos that are up there we are on youtube.com slash start. if you subscribe you'll get notified when we put new videos up we are on Facebook and Twitter. If you search Game Engine Start, find us there. Podcast at GameEngineStart.com is the email address. And that is us. We will see you in two weeks. Stay safe and enjoy what it is you're playing. And we will see you then. Goodbye. Bye.